RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is going on? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is what we do. We get together for unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I ask that to Republicans all the time. I'm not, um, I'm really not a closed mind. So give me some information, Republicans. Prove me wrong. I want to be wrong. I don't want to be living in a country that is undergoing um, a transformation from a democracy to a fascist autocracy. I don't want to, I, I have other things I want to do. Right? Don't you? The founders entrusted us with a perfectly decent uh, struggling and striving to live up to our founding ideals, certainly. But uh, they left it to us and we're with the instructions of uh, uh, making a more perfect union. They knew that it was a work in progress and they also knew how tenuous it is to have a, to have a republic that survived. You have to consciously um, cultivate it. Like in life in general, you know, you don't just accidentally, uh, let's say, climb Mount Everest, right? Like that's, a, that's something that you set out to do purposefully. You train for it. You learn about it. You learn the mistakes of people who went before you. You say, well, we won't want to, we're not going to do that. We won't do that route. We won't do that tactic or whatever it might be. I've never climbed a mountain. You know what I'm saying, though? We have to have a goal. It has to be, we have to agree on it. What, what are we doing? Guys, I'm at the point. I've been saying it for years. You know it. I'm like, break this friggin' country up already before they drag us down. Before they destroy democracy for good. The, the fact is, Republicans cannot function in a democracy. I've said it for years. I'm sorry that they're proving me correct yet again. I really, I mean, why do I say I said it for years? It's just because, um, it's not about me, really, saying I, I'm just trying to break this down in my mind, do my, you know, processing. Well, because you know what it is, it's sort of, it does suck to be right. That's why. That's why. It sucks to be right. Because I really want to be wrong about this. I wish. I wish that um, people who call for book burning um, weren't dangerously close to seizing, to illegitimately seizing power despite receiving fewer votes. I wish. I really do wish that. I wish that we had an, a... a, a <laughs> I mean, a, a majority party, the Democratic Party, that it were, wasn't afraid to exercise power to save this goddamn democracy from the domestic enemies that the founders warned us about. Come on. They put it right there in, in, our, um, in our instruction manual, right? They put it right there. They said, all enemies foreign and domestic. It's not like it's something unheard of. And for anybody who knows history understands that it is, it's rare that a country is, is invaded and um, the government is toppled 
um, from what without it usually happens from within so all right my name is Tara Devil thanks for hanging out we have some great American patriots in the chat room at at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster and that's another thing we're doing we take we're taking back patriotism the word patriotism you know sort of like I guess I got my training in queer nation in the 90s when I was a youth and um, that's what we did we took back the word queer we we disarmed the homophobes of it and we made it an empowering statement so um, we're taking back patriotism because the fact is we're the patriots hello we're the ones trying to make a more perfect union no matter what Republicans say, um, if we get our way, right, if we have power democratically, if we're voted into power after building coalitions, knocking on doors, you know, all the things that you do if you're an adult in a, in a functioning democracy. But the, um, anyway, we'll, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go again. I see Richard in the chat room richard w thank you so much another great show tara already we're out of the gate and i appreciate it i appreciate the review so far and thanks jim for your super chat another another super chat from jim i mean thank you thank you everyone for hanging out and for your generosity and for your patronage we haven't had a new patron in a while even though we've lost a few <laughs> Whatever. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. It's just the, um, it's reality. It's the reality of the situation. So, um, if you can, if you, yeah, become a patron at patreon.com slash to keep the liberal media going and growing. And this is it. This is the real liberal media. I know. I get it. I mean, I'm, this, this living room needs a paint job, clearly. But I don't... I don't have the goddamn time. This is the thing about fighting fascism and you know, working those three uniquely American, <laughs> American, no benefit, no whatever jobs, right? Um, yeah, so but I have the goddamn time where don't you just want to relax a little bit sometimes? Don't want to think about fascism 24-7? Well, this is how they got in. They... See, I th it's sort of like September, like on September 11th. After, well, not on September. Okay, when Condi Rice went and gave her testimony when she was the, for the 9/11 Commission, and they um, they whatever questioned her, and she asserted no one, no one ever predicted, or we could never have predicted planes as weapons, which of course was a lie, you know. Um, and she also, because they had already war-gamed using planes as weapons, anyway, that's besides the point, and, but the, it's sort of like, now the Democrats are saying, we never, I don't know, um, we had a failure of imagination in regard to who the Republicans are, do you know what I mean? So it's a, so. Kanye Rice says, back in the day, you know, we had a failure of imagination. That's how we let 
9-11 happened. Is it that the Democrats have a failure of imagination? That the Republican Party is an actual fascist coup in progress? I don't know. It seems that way to me. Some of them seem completely out of touch, of course. And because everybody has their agendas. And Kristen Cinema, for example, she's, uh, I guess, disregarded her Green Party roots, however uh, astroturf they might have been, and embra fully embraced uh, filleting the business lobby. I mean, basically, um, she's... She, she went to the Chamber of Commerce and gave a, a talk saying, Hey, call my office. Let me know what you need. Like, to the business people. We have to have an open dialogue. Did you think she talked to workers? You know, Miss Thumbs Down. She's literally begging for bribes at a Chamber of Commerce meeting. They, they have her. They bought her. So, we... We expect Kristen Cinema, of course. What do you expect in a rigged system that that runs on legal bribes? You're not attracting the um, the best people. As uh, some some people see, then there are, then there are others like Katie Porter, well the Progressive Caucus, who don't take any corporate money, and they're probably more along the lines of people like us in a way where, you know, we, we see the injustice, we're sick of it, we know what's wrong, and the only thing really standing in the way is greed. That's it. Bottom line, we're here to take, to reclaim patriotism and redefine it yet again from uh, greed. You know, as according to Republicans, because that's really what they have boiled patriotism into. It is, it's greed. And it's the cheerleaders of greed. And, well, of course, racism. It's, it always, <laughs> underlying all of this is racism. See, the, the fact that we are a nation of immigrants and that we are a multiracial democracy, not functioning, but, um, hold on, hold on. Let me lower that a little bit. Bum bum bing bum bum bing bum bum bum. All right. Of course, I lost my train of thought. That fucking music. Um, before I continue, JL's a J. Thank you for your super chat. I was in Queer Nation. Silence equals death. Exactly. I was. That's act up too, right? I was in act up too. We used to go. I mean, I, I think I was more Queer Nation. I did some act up. Um, uh, die-ins and things like that back in the day. For me, I was, I, mean, I was young. I was, I was like a young Mark Middlestat. <laughs> Even though you, <laughs> Mark Middlestat is young. So, I was like Mark Middlestat, in a way. And, um, he's my, he's my spiritual son, I suppose. And if you haven't subscribed to Shaping Progress, Mark's channel and his venture trying to get other people involved in the process and making this world a better place. I mean, poor Mark, right? He had to be born here, just like I did. I was born in a 
country that was um, just about to teeter into um, oligarchy, thanks to Reagan. And um, so, yeah. But since since I became self-aware, I suppose, or politically, like, what's that from the Terminator? What's the Terminator computer? <laughs> Doesn't work if you don't have the correct words. Terminator, what is that? What's the one? Cyberdyne, right? <laughs> Became self-aware. Terminator. Computer. What is it? That took over the world? Which one is that? Uh, which is... Is it cyber? Anyway, whatever. Somebody on the chat can tell me. Skynet. Thank you. You know, when I first saw the Terminator, the movie, I did see Terminator in the... In the theaters. But I was tripping on acid, so that's all I re all I remember is. But I was a kid. <laughs> there you, that's all you have to know. I'm not recommending it. I was, you know, I'm in recovery. Let's put it that way. But when I was young, who the hell knows? You know, you live for today, right? All right, whatever. What am I talking about? Let's get back to business. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, JL's a J. This says, has anybody heard Lauren Boebert? Boebert from my state? Yes. Right, Richard W. How much greed and power is enough for conservatives? Well, it's the, it's a perfect storm. So you have the greed and power, uh, the concentrated wealth and power at the top of the, um, the people who bought the politicians because of the legal bribes rigging, rigging the system. And those people, um, they're fine. They don't give a shit about America because no matter what happens to America, they're fine. They don't see countries. They see the unholy dollar or whatever color that might be. They don't give a shit. All of it is nothing but a ruse. Yeah, I mean, it's funny thinking of these assholes that are right now on some 4chan cesspool, really staffed by Kremlin agents, and they're uh, uncovering the latest bullshit conspiracy lie that Putin and uh, all the autocrats are trying to poison this country with. They, they, they're going to buy that shit but they don't see the oldest conspiracy right before their friggin' dumbass eyes. And that's the conspiracy of the rich against the rest of us. That's what the founders rebelled against. They, the concentrated wealth and power. The, I, hey, I'm not saying that the founders were Bernie Sanders or AOC in any sense of the word. Of course not. They were products of their time, but they, which included the liberal age of enlightenment, the writings of Rousseau and John Locke and Voltaire, the, the, the radical idea that we did not need intergenerational aristocracy. That's what the founders were going on. Their racism was completely, you know, an aside, really. They didn't even see. Could, they saw themselves. Could, when they wrote, all men are created equal, they meant all men. They didn't even see the hypocrisy of their own statements. 
George Washington fighting for freedom, yet um, he's hounding uh, an enslaved person that he had in bondage, that he was gifting to his heirs, I mean, gifting her and her children as if she, uh, well, she was a piece of property and he escaped, and she escaped from him. And he took out ads in the newspaper and he was quite offended, in fact, that she would even leave because didn't we treat you well? That's beside the point. And she later on wrote, uh, wrote him saying, you know, basically pointing out the hypocrisy of him fighting for freedom, yet not understanding that why she would want rather live um, hand to mouth than uh, than be enslaved again. So anyway, and they don't see. I'm sure Washington did not see his hypocrisy. Now the founders understood that there would be a reckoning in regard to uh, to slavery, and we're still reckoning with it, and it has to happen. We're trying to do it. We are. See, I have, I, I told you, I know how to fix the country. We, we talk about it here all the time. Get money out of politics, number one. That's one of it. And the other is a, a similar Truth and Reconciliation Commission like South Africa had on race, where we get to talk about the real history of the United States in all of its, you know, growing pains. We're, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's these fragile little white whiners. Little baby, my little son, my high school aged son cried when he read Tony, Tony uh, what did he read? The Bluest Eye? Tony Morrison's The Bluest Eye? I mean, I read that book. I don't remember it. It was in, I think I read it in college. I don't remember. Oh, shit. I just do this on Rockfin. I don't know what Rockfin is doing. This show's on Rockfin. I've tried to broadcast a few shows that didn't go through. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. All right, so it's like one more button I think I have to push, and I forgot, maybe? Who knows? All right. Yes. All right, hold on a second. Let me see. Let's, there's a few things we want to talk about today. I wanted to talk about, um, well, let's talk about, well, I really, I just want to talk about the fascism, I suppose. And I'm concerned. I'm not alone, thankfully, with the concern that um, if the Republicans get power in the midterms, if they get the House, we're done. There's, there can be no, uh, there's no room for error when it comes to what we have to do to, to save democracy. And it includes doing something about, uh, to federally protect our right to vote. Let me lower those. And cinema and mansion and all those archaic, um, greed-centered ghosts of the Gilded Age. They're standing in the way, clearly, but 
something has to be done. I don't know what um, Joe Biden, see, this is the thing. They're saying Joe Biden's approval ratings are down and they're going down. Every, every news story is the, the infrastructure is, I mean, we're trying to vaccinate a nation. Joe Biden was handed a steaming pile of flaming dog poop from the tax cheating, draft dodging con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam. So he was give, I mean, handed a shit show as usual, because that's what Republicans do. They get, they get power by any means necessary. And then they proceed to whittle away at the, at the foundations of democracy and, and steal and steal for the 1%. It's, it's a full court press from every side. But it seems like, doesn't it seem like Joe Biden, this is why I feel his approval rating, in spite of everything, is going down. Of course, we have Earth 2, where Republicans, where the virus is, uh, is a hoax, I guess. I guess that's what's happening on Earth 2. And uh, uh, freedom is uh, being able to say the N-word. But... It does see, it seems like Biden is not in control. That's what is, that's the impression. Given, I get the impression because, for example, Biden says, we're going to pass the, uh, the human infrastructure bill. And then he goes out um, five minutes later, then Manchin follows up. Saying, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what that fucking asshole's talking about. Me, I'm the president, right? It's, I'm the king, so whatever I say goes. And that, to me, seems like a mixed message. And just like the mis mixed message of the Republicans are an existential threat to democracy, on, on, there's the, on the one hand, and on the other hand, you see, everyone, we can work together. Hello? That is, that's crazy making. They uh, either, they, are they an existential threat to democracy? You bet they are. They're an immediate threat. They're an absolute ubiquitous threat. On, on every level, they're an anti-democratic death cult. They're, they really are. A greed-centered, anti-democratic death cult. But, um... Well, this is kind of, there was a poll, right, saying that Americans prefer send, um, to send Republicans, Wait, where is it, come on, mothers, where is it, here we go, new poll, more Americans want the Republicans to take control of Congress in 2022? That's, when I read a headline like that, I say, get me the fuck out of here. Get, where's the aliens? Can they come back already? Enough is enough. What do you mean? Why? How? How are, how does anybody want more of that? Why? Why and how? I don't even know. What am I saying? How, why, where, what? That's what I think. I'm like, where? Is this real life? This is real. 
right? We just lived through that. We're an asshole. A, a con man came down an escalator telling everybody that Mexicans were rapists right out of the best fascist dictator playbook, of course. Well, every fascist dictator playbook. And instead of recoiling from that scumbag like you recoil from a hot flame, um, millions said, yeah. And then when that asshole um, did nothing but funnel more money into the greed-centered ghosts of the Gilded Age rapacious mouth, that uh, greed-centered black pit of of me I don't even know what what is it with them why what why how do you need what, what what's wrong with you 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 need billions of dollars is that enough Fuck that this is so anyway so uh here's new poll shows more Americans want GOP to win control of Congress but then but then there there are some caveats to this poll because it's just the way it was conducted. They all, this is why it's misleading too, because you do know that mo especially Republicans, most of them will only read the headlines anyway. Getting into the details is, uh, they don't do shit like that. No, no, no. They're, they'll wait for um, some Russian operative to make a meme and then they'll, they'll retweet it or something. Um, more U.S. voters want to see the GOP take control of the House and Senate next year, according to a new Quinnyac University poll, an ominous sign for Democrats as they prepare to defend their razor-thin majorities in both chambers. And, okay, um, great, wonderful reporting or whatever, but it just seems so matter-of-fact, doesn't it? I don't know. That, that's why it is kind of crazy-making, because we're up against a fascist coup and we still have the veneer of normalcy surrounding it. And I'm sure this is just like it felt in Nazi Germany, as you, you think, I must be seeing things. Nah, it'll blow over. And, you know, then they came for me. And 46% um, of registered voters say that they would rather see Republicans win the House majority in 2020. What? They want to see more videos of um, Republicans killing Democrats. They want to see, well, they want more death threats, more um, calls to ban and burn books, more bathroom bills, more, I don't know, pee pee patrols, I guess. And compared to 41% who said that the Democrats should retain control of the chamber. All right, well, the thing is, with this poll, let me see, American, I'm looking at the bottom line. They only interviewed about, it was less than 2,000 people. That's the thing. Who are they calling? And they called landlines. Landlines, ladies and gentlemen. So what, what kind of a poll is this? It's not a very accurate one, but it does give a, well, you know, I'm of two minds in a way on this because when I see things like this, I, I get twisted. My stomach is in a knot. But then I think, well, the Democrats, maybe they'll, they'll put some fire in their step or pepper in their step or something. 
if they really think that um, everything's on the line. But, 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 you know what will happen. When, I mean, when Democrats um, feel pressured, what do they do? They turn into Republicans. They don't do what's right. They don't do what we need to do. They don't get out on, in front of whatever um, corporate media will allow them on their platform and talk about democracy, right? What, what, what it means, what we need to have a democracy. Like, we cannot have this level of concentrated wealth. Why, why is this never discussed? You know, they do, they, now I'm hearing, because the problem is so overwhelming, and it's, it, it can't be denied. You do hear that on corporate media. You hear that the rich are too rich and they don't pay taxes and the, uh, it's about time that the working people get a break. Well, meanwhile, the last 40 years, as we've slid into this, this uh, income, the record income disparity and upward immobility, where were you? corporate media, you were cheering along. You were like, go for it, go for it. You were um, running, um, I guess, uh, what was that? The, when when we attacked Iraq back in the day, remember? Um, shock and awe. You cheerleaded the shock and awe campaigns. Right? Never a critical eye. It's pretty incredible. Um, how, really how we haven't completely went fascist sooner. It's been, it's, it's kind of like a blink of an eye. And that's how it goes. It seems like a long time, but it's in the timeline of history, it's nothing. Just like we're, uh, the, the, the United States, the, we're less than 300 years old. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And we're already on the brink of collapse in less than 200 years. I mean, 300 years. How? How does this happen? Because what happens is what always happens. The rich get a hold, the greedy scumbags who don't, they don't have any um, higher ideal in mind other than gimme, 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 I want more. Me, me, me. That's it, like babies, like little infant babies out of control. It's, uh, it's really unacceptable, but we accept it because we're too busy working our three uniquely American low-paying jobs, trying to keep our heads above water to do anything about it. And then you don't want to pester your betters and you don't want to get a record or get a bad rep or do something that might um, affect your... Democrats were already expected to face historical headwinds heading into 2022, given that the party of a new president tends to lose ground in Congress in the midterm elections. But the poll adds to mounting evidence that a rough, that roughly a year after voters handed Democrats control of Washington's Americans may be feeling a sense of buyer's remorse. I don't think so. Buyer's remorse? No, asshole. Um, here is another example why corporate media and mainstream media sucks and is part of the problem. What, what is this? Yet again, another, another um, explanation of a poll. That's all the media is now. Don't you notice? 
everything's a poem. It's not informing anybody. It's not, there will, there won't be a story about how 40 years ago the United States was the most upwardly mobile of all the Western democracies. There will, and that um, we had the slightest income gap. There won't be a story on how that happened or how comparing that to the rest of the world. You won't see that. That takes work. Putting a poll up is very cheap for the corporate overlords. It doesn't cost them a goddamn thing. And then they can get some corporate media pundits. They'll get some, well, they'll get, um, you know, the, the standard, uh, you know, the Republicans, the Democrats coming through to give their opinion on it. That's it. That's what they do. And meanwhile, then the American people are siloed in, 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 uh, in their corners of information. And like all fascists, the Republicans are telling them that they have the market on truth. Because really the bottom line is truth has a liberal bias and uh, fascists, fascists don't give a shit about truth. They make it up. And just like back in the day, during George W. Bush, I remember there was a, an article, I think it was for the New York Times Magazine. They were interviewing some Bush fuckers and they were saying how uh, you guys will be, we don't care about truth, you guys will be um, discussing the, our last outrage and that we'll be on to the next one making we just make it up as we go this is what they said we um i don't know if he said we make it up as we go but he said um they that they have no interest in truth they they will tell you what the truth is and so my argument here is that they've always been a fascist coup an ongoing slow motion fascist coup of course they are What's the difference? I, I mean, when, I mean, now it's just that it's so out in the open that it can't be denied that even the corporate media has to recognize it and call it out. But they're not, they're not filling in, um, well, they're not, they're not helping. <laughs> how do they, how do you help? Okay. You become a patron of power. I mean, I'm just saying, this is the media, the liberal media. Here we're talking about taking patriotism how come the uh, or reclaiming not taking it you know be you could be a patriot too right winger just don't be a dick don't um don't think that wearing a red white and blue fashion abortion makes you a patriot while you're doing all you can to ensure that um the american democracy um, goes the way of the whigs <sighs> Mary and Joseph. But the, the fascism is in is right out there in the open, in full effect. They're, they're, and they don't realize it because they are fascists. That's the thing. In every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. And they don't realize it. They don't think so like it's like calling for book burning. They think that's they think that's patriotism? Do they? It's incredible. They're right 
outright in the open, screaming about burning books. All right, wait, hold on a second. But as far as Joe Biden and this poll, another poll, I mean, let's just give me a break here. Um, here, uh, here's the, the methodology. The Quinnipiac Pack, whatever, university poll surveyed, wait for it, 1,378 U.S. adults, including 1,262 registered voters. And they called, um, they called a landline. Now, who answers their damn phone nowadays? I don't. <laughs> Unless I know the person, right? Nobody does. You don't answer the phone. And people just don't. That's why when uh, right-wingers, remember the right-wingers were harassing me? Something very strange was happening. I was getting those crazy, um, those, it was before the election. I was getting crazy voicemail messages. And that's how they did it. That's how they got me to pick up the phone, because they would ring and then hang up when I, I, mean, I didn't answer it. And then they would ring again. That's kind of like the call sign of um, this is important, you know. So you pick it up. And then on the other end, there was somebody calling me. Uh, what did they do? They were saying I was smelly or something like that. What was that? Uh, let me see if I can find that. Messages. why you become a patron my my producer could be searching for these messages I'm sure I have them somewhere I don't remember what I called them though anyway doesn't matter I was just gonna play them for maybe there's some new terror buster people here and thank you Errol Thomas for your super chat when will Republic clowns ever gonna quit praising Kyle Rittenhouse? I know, slime. I mean, slime Rottenhouse as their savior. Well, that'll be the first of never. He's their hero. I mean, all right. Let's. There's so many things I want to talk about. One of them is well, fascism. Republicans are in full effect. The fascists is in full effect. Let's talk about some of the book burners and let's see. Try to ban books. More Republican leaders try to ban books on race and LGBTQ issues. Of course, because you see, it well, it might make somebody feel bad. Well, how about it makes, if somebody reads a book, a kid might read a book about um, an experience of a, of a gay teenager and Maybe they'll learn that um, life ha is like a, an interesting tapestry of diversity, and not every and we're not all the same. So, and that's a good thing, maybe, and maybe that little gay kid will not want to kill themselves or whatever it might be, and we might actually cultivate a community of of youth who who um, learn to be good neighbors and good citizens, right? To each his own, live and let live. What does it matter? Equal protection under the law. We're all protected by the same constitution, right? 
Oh, well, that is unless you're three-fifths of a human being. Or, well, that's the Republican way. Because I have news for you guys. We're still three-fifths. I'm not me, clearly. I have the pigment of Casper the ghost. But you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. In the last call from... Uh, in the latest call from Republican leaders to ban certain books in schools, South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster is telling his state's Department of Education to investigate a graphic novel on queer identity being available at a school's library. He calls the content in the book sexually explicit and pornographic because he's a sick, dirty, freaking closet case, probably. Because nobody gives a shit unless they're a closet case. It's sort of like, unless you're an alcoholic, nobody cares. I mean, that, that's why, because I don't drink, you guys know, so because I'm in recovery. But the, I have found in my experience that I'll go to a party or something and they'll say, hey, you want to drink? I say, no, I don't drink. I'll, you know, I'll just take a Coke or Sprite or something. And uh, nobody gives a shit unless they are themselves struggling somehow with addiction. Then they'll be like, really? You don't drink? Nothing? Never? Never ever? Not on Christmas? Not on New Year's? Not on your birthday? What? Come on, have a drink. Come on. That's usually, I, that's the red flag. That You know, they got a problem. It's their problem. It's not my problem. And it's the same here. What do you, what do you care? There's a book where another human being wrote about other human beings, their, their experience. Every, well, everything has to be written from the perspective of a straight fucking white cis male. Is that it? You're so fragile. I thought you were so great, Republicans, and you had, you're the greatest, the best in the world. I don't know what that means, but you are the best. America's the best, you're the greatest, everybody's the great. You're the greatest, you know. Democrats are three-fifths of a human being, but you're the best. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. That's, I mean, you. it's the truth. That's what Republicans think. It's not, um, I mean, they've turned this, uh, the you know, the oppositional party thing that we have, the faction where, that the founders warned us about creating, but they've turned it into, um, it's really a, it's a life or death struggle at this point. There's no working with Democrats on their, with their, you know, according to Republicans, because how could you work with them? If you're, if you're working with um, lizard people uh, who drink adrenochrome or something, right? So, and they're evil. This is what Republicans say. Oh, anybody, oh, and in fact, there was something, where was this? Media Matters. I think I saw something on Media Matters, but one of these Republicans saying just that, that anybody who votes for um, some, one of these right-wing freak pastors saying, if you vote for a Democrat, you're going to hell. Fuck you. How's that? Guess what, asshole? We don't have to go to hell. We're already there. And you know what hell is? Sharing the same air with conservatives. 
so-called conservatives, because I wish you were conservatives. I wish you would conserve something, protect something. And every, I mean, you're just not. Um, you're not cut out for democracy, and that's the bottom line. Because it's not your fault, I suppose. Maybe you were, you've come from a broken home. <laughs> um, maybe a bunch of morons. Could be a long line of morons. Long line of wasted human DNA. There were, uh, we've always had to struggle up, up against, you know, our founding ideals and the reality of what we're creating here. We don't have the courage to live up to the founding ideals because of right-wingers. They're standing in the way, as usual. Now, they are a minority party. They're in a, they're in, they have, um, they're a minority party. They receive fewer votes. They represent fewer people. And they, um, they push a, uh, a minority ideology because nobody, mo most people, I mean, we, putting aside the 35% of authoritarian followers, and that's who we're dealing with. You know, the uh, Republicans are, the, you know, they really are the domestic enemies that the founders warned us about. Am I wrong? Or am, am I just being hyperbolic? No. If anybody can prove me wrong, I'm open to it, man. That's for sure. I would love to see the information. Like somebody say, hey, Terry, you missed this whole thing. See, Republicans aren't in um, a, a slow motion fascist coup that's not that slow. They're 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 doing this they're doing that they're, they're i would love to hear that i'd love to adjust my uh my level of stress that's for sure hold on oh shit, 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 shit. <laughs> i love listening to the thoughts of my, the minutiae all right let me i want to play this one these fuckers at the school board. There's a couple of things. The other thing I wanted to play, which this is why we need a daily show. God damn it. So much stuff goes on every single day. But just for fun, I wanted to play this woman who uh, shut down one of these right-winger, anti-mask, anti-gay assholes that came to Target. So we'll play the, uh, the woman who really shut the guy down. But before that, Let's get to the book learning assholes. Okay, here's this these these this couple of assholes. Oh, and let's just start with this this news story about the assholes who want to burn books. Answer from anybody who chooses these books. The school library book purge started with a complaint from parents Christina and Robert Burris. It's sickening, it's sickening, it's sickening, and I've got nothing else to say. Is there anything you don't know? You, uh, I have to say, you, you, guys, come on, let's get real here. That guy is a closet case, in my opinion, legally and peacefully. He's just. There's no doubt in my mind. Honey, um, all you gotta do 
don't, don't worry about what other people read. If guess what? If if a gay kid never read a gay book, guess what? They'd still be gay. You're not going to dissuade them. It's it doesn't work like that. They have been legislating against gays since um, the goddamn Rome <laughs> turned to, to Christianity. I mean, honestly, that's the problem. This fucking, uh, this so-called, these so-called Christians. I wish they were, really. I really wish they were. They're not Christian. They're just hateful, self-loathing and hateful. And they use a targeted minority group to uh, rally their assholes around. I mean, really, that's what it's about. Is that Christianity? They've de they've reduced it to basically just being a gay basher. That's your holy obligation. Hate gays and what? Uh, love fascism, I guess? Well, it all goes hand in hand. But that guy, there is no doubt in my mind. Because he's the one that later on says, oh, I want to put him on the fire and burn the books. I mean, just get help. Get the help you are screaming for. If Republicans would just get the help they need, rather than inflict it on normal society, the world would be a much better place. Okay, Got nothing else to say. Is there anything you don't know? The Burrises and the school board were particularly offended by Call Me By Your Name a book about a relationship between a 17-year-old and his parents' adult house guest that was made into an award-winning movie. And by 33 Snowfish, a library association best book for young adults about three runaways who understand hatred and violence better than love. Well, can't have any of that. The critics found more in the Riverbend High School digital library app. Yeah. Results for Here we gay. Go. Here we go. Here we go. She's such an asshole. 172. Results for heterosexual? Two. One of the two books. Oh, my goodness. You mean there's no heterosexuals? There's only two heterosexual books in the whole fucking library app? Maybe they don't need to write. Who writes heterosexual? You don't need to have to, to search heterosexual because everything is heterosexual, you asshole. You dumb bitch. It's, this is the same argument of why don't we have straight pride day or the straight pride parade because every day is straight pride day, you dumb heterosexual too. Can you believe it? That's the inference, right? Can you believe it? Only two references to heterosexual. How dare they? Now my son will be gay. And I will ha be forced to disown him because I'm a good Christian. Following my Christian teaching of uh, go die, son, because you 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 don't like you want to build I don't know a life with somebody with the same peepee. -pee. That's a that's too much. That's too much freedom. That's too much freedom. You need to be in a in a loveless, sexless, dead-end marriage that you makes you want to kill yourself. And 
when uh, it's sort of like in um, there was a study. Well, I read a book. <laughs> I read a book once. Um, I think it was called. Look this up. It was called something like uh, "Society and the Healthy Homosexual." Am I correct on this? Let me see. Society. I swear to God, the healthy. Yeah, look at that. That's the name of it. Society and the Healthy Homosexual. I read this book when I was in school, and well, it's all about how um, it's not. It's not the gay person who's sick, it's the society. And it was the first book of its type that posited from that point of view. Yes, originally published in 1972. The author of the book coined the term homophobia, which uh, calling it a sickness, as opposed to homosexuality, which is healthy. In this book, he examines the causes of homophobia and shows how gay people can overcome their subtle influences. And it's everywhere. It's just like racism. And these these idiots don't even see it. And I'm tired of fighting the, the same battles with these morons. I feel like I've been transported back in time. Because as far as, as much as we've, as far as we've come, um, we've still have, have these right-wingers and they're eager to drag us back. Back down with them. And look at them. All I keep thinking about is them, their life. Who the fuck are you? You two? These two want to tell everybody what, they're, what they can read. Okay? Them. Well, they're white and they're hetero, supposed. God, um, they, 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 this goes much deeper. We know that there's something going on in this marriage. <laughs> And that more will be revealed. We'll see. Actually, speak no evil, heal no evil, which is about a Nigerian gay boy. Results for so what? All right, let me let, let me let her talk. I'm sorry. Sexual two. One of the two books is actually oh speak no evil, heal no evil, which is about a Nigerian gay boy. Results oh for pedophilia. Goodness. 16. Lesbian, 84. Wow. Jesus, 19, but half of them are about Muslims. All in favor, please say aye. 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 The board voted 6 to 0 to pull all objectionable books down, although it did not define objectionable. Two members want the banned books burned. I think they should be thrown in a Not fire. People see them. Um, Go ahead. I mean, it was just sad. Some staffers and parents are pushing back. I've seen a lot of stupid in Spotsylvania schools, wrote Kelly Lucia, but this takes the cake. They're literally talking about burning books. <laughs> Terrifying, wrote Kathy Hirsch. I just think it's stupid. We're in high school. <laughs> you can make your own decisions yeah. about what's what we can, decent what we and read what's and, indecent. Yeah. The superintendent says staffers will immediately start removing books from the library shelves and report back how many they found at an emergency school board meeting next week. Oh, God. In Spotsylvania emergency. County, Bruce Lashan, WUSA 9. Holy shit. It's an emergency. Somebody, a, a high school student, might read the word gay, and they might understand that you know, this is a complex world. And if they are gay, they're not alone. You know? I mean, you would think that 
one of the primary goals of education would be to not turn people into douchebags, uh, racist, homophobic, bigoted, stupid, willfully ignorant douchebags. Because today, frankly, there's no excuse for this kind of ignorance. There, we have a very small world. We're all connected. You, just like that woman, went on the app and she could search lesbian. Mm, I'm sure she loved that. Uh, so you can search all kinds of things. You can learn about um, the classics. You can learn about history. You can learn about politics. You can read. You can watch the news from other countries. It's amazing what you what you can learn and sit when you open your eyes, when you get out of, uh, out of your own way, damn it. But I, these people, I don't know who, do they, they think they're helping. That's what it is. She thinks she's helping. She, but you, honey, you're not helping. It's the same, um, feeling. Now, if you're, if you, let's say there's a gay student sitting in that meeting, listening to you go on about how how awful it is if anybody read about a gay boy oh this one it only said heterosexual once well it had said twice and one book was about a gay boy because every book should start at the top of the page every book should start with Heterosexuality is uh, the primary pinnacle of human existence, right? Anything else um, we will not be discussing. That sounds like you're really setting up this country for success, Republicans, don't you think? If, God help us, if Republicans get power ever again, God help us. No, you know what? Because <laughs> he won't. It'll, I think it'll be, oh well, I tried. You know what I'm saying. Who are these ladies? I mean, uh, not ladies. Here's the asshole back parents again. Uh, have something like this that could really traumatize a kid if they just check out a book because it looks cool and then they open it up and start reading it. And to some of the things that they'll, they'll come across is just shocking. He's saying if they open the book and uh, it's cool, look at the cover. I'm, a, I'm into shiny objects because I'm an American teenager. Uh, with the, I have the body of a 25-year-old and the mind of a, of a moron, of a moronic zygote. But he's saying that a, a teenager is going to pick up a book, cool cover, and say, oh, it said gay. There's a gay in here. What am I going to do now I'm gay? Ladies, too. Ugh. Can you imagine them? Ugh. Gross. It's so unnatural. Ugh. Really, them too. Talk about talk about a an insult to Mother Nature. Oh, I'm looking for you guys. Wait a minute. Oh, thank you, JD, for your super chat. In pounds, you lucky bastard. 
Hello, Tara and chat. Right? Eve, God forbid. Do not read them. Oh, my. No, no. You never want to open your your mind or your well, point of view. Why would you open your point of view and maybe see the world through somebody else's eyes? Why would you do that when you're the best and the greatest? Right? Oh, here's, here's this closet case. I guess we live in a world now that our public schools would rather have kids read about gay pornography than Christ. Yeah, that's it. Gay pornography. Then, yeah, that's it. That's gay pornography is all over. It's all over high schools, don't you think? It's being taught in every classroom, like critical race theory. Everybody is, um, it's all about porn. That's because Republicans are sick. And this is just exhibit uh, ad infinitum. They're sick. They're twisted. They have, they, they really have issues. And they don't get help because they lack courage. It takes courage to say, I need help. Can you help me? But it even takes takes a level of courage to recognize that you need help, right? And then it's even harder to ask for help for these fucking idiots, even though we're an interdependent species and these pricks, even that goddamn chair he's sitting in came because somebody else. No, he didn't build it. He didn't make that chair. He didn't come up with the microphone that's going to amplify his his stupid views to an audience of ignoramuses. Jesus, I want them all burned. But this, this kid here, I will, I will bet, I'd bet my goddamn life that he is a, he's a closet case. There's no doubt. That it, that's the telltale sign. Because who cares? Otherwise, nobody cares unless you got an issue with it. So he's so hyper-focused on any mention of gay because he's tempted. He's trying to control it. He's been told his whole life that it's dirty and bad and he's bad and, and, all, and he's joined right in. He's jumped on the bandwagon. And he, because he wants to be loved, right? Instead of being a rugged individual, he wants to be one of the morons that he hangs out with. And he knows that if he lived an authentic life, they would fucking turn their backs on him. And he's a coward. So there you go. It's the perfect storm. Republicans lack the fundamental maturity to function in a democratic society because it takes all of the aspects of a personality that they don't possess. We don't need you. Um, we don't need racism in this multiracial democracy or fledgling aspirational democracy. We don't need you. We don't need... Um, we, um, assholes calling for book burning or trying to stop people from voting. We don't need you. And 
Republicans, you, you want to, God help us if they truly get hold of the school system. And I mean, they have too much say as it is, frankly, because we all have to teach kids a common story. That's how, that's how democracy will live and survive. But we, we won't ever because Republicans will stand in the way of that. That's, that's communism. You see, we're teaching people the same thing. We have to teach some people that the sky is blue and others that it's, uh, it's green because we're in the eye of a lizard. But those, both sides, both sides. Equal weight. Oh my God. Yeah. Where's the other one? Look at the, there was another one of this guy calling for book burning. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I want to burn them all. Are we really there? And and that's what they want more of. So we get a we we'll, we get a headline from the Hill how more Americans want want uh, want want the fascists back in power. And what 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 does that do? For I mean, in general, it people will read the headline and then it gives this false impression that the Republicans are are so popular and that um, people really like what they're doing when the next low information voter goes to vote, which is pretty much the majority. They'll be like, hmm, I don't know. I like this Republican. I wasn't sure about the Democrat because they are, um, they, they're all about um, gays and, and uh, people with the darker pigment, although they won't say it that way. Um, and, but the Republicans, on the other hand, a lot of, they, they're, I'm just going to go with the flow here, because I read, I, I read an article, even though they mean only the headline, where it said that most Americans wanted Republicans in, in charge. So being um, a low information voter, I'm going to go with that. That kind of validates the Republican agenda as if they're not a fascist coup in, the, in, in process. Give me a friggin' break. And then when you dive into the article and you see, holy shit, they, they spoke to less than 1,400 people on a landline, randomly calling a landline. Who has a landline? And does anybody under the age of 30 have a landline anymore? I don't have a landline. I'm not under the age of 30. Jesus Christ. But th there you go. You see how that happens? That's why it is important what we're doing here. However many people we reach, we're building our community, we get together, to get the power, to get the information, I mean, the you know, the re-energized, you know, that kind of power, to go back out on the friggin' front lines. Because we have a lot of work to do. On the, on the corporate media, I cannot believe half of the time how casually they're taking this. How casually this fascist coup is unfolding. The, the, the craziness, the, 
the whiplash from one story about how the Republicans are attacking their democracy, they're an anti-democratic death cult, and then the next story is about how how will Joe Biden ever get Republicans to vote for for his policy? I mean, it's just it, it is such it's so out of touch and such bullshit to what we're dealing with. It's not helping. And that's why when, when uh, Joe Biden signed the infrastructure bill, with all the Republicans there, right? Well, the Republicans who voted for some some Republicans who voted for it, because they're cowards, you see? They want power, money and power. They think that Trump can help them in that category. So, you know, things like infrastructure, even though Mitch McConnell voted for it, he, he wouldn't so, show up for the photo op. That's not how things roll anymore. But still, we'll hear the corporate media go on about what's Joe Biden gonna do? To he 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 promised he'd unify us. Well, I promised I'd uh, I don't know jump over the moon. What are you gonna do? help us all. Well, the publicans, they're so fascist, as we know, that they don't even realize it. Here, I'm sure you saw this. And they're talking about the United States of America. Talking about the United States of America, because when Matthew mentioned it in the Bible, He wasn't talking about the physical ground that he was on. He was talking about something in the distance. So if we are going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one one nation under God and one religion under God, right? All of us together, working together. Wow. Unreal. That was Michael Flynn for those of us listening on on the podcast. Unfucking real. Now I don't know, uh, um, JD from the UK. Um, do you have politicians in England saying we need to we need to have one religion? Sort of like does this fucking guy know anything? No. Of course he doesn't. He's an ignoramus. When Barack Obama handed power uh, to that asshole, the tax-cheating asshole, uh, the orange con man, you know, that guy, he told, uh, he gave him a couple of bits of advice. One more, I think he, one was about North Korea, and the other one was, uh, advised him to not make Michael Flynn Anything. Don't give him power. I wipe my glasses off. And uh, of course, Trump did the exact opposite and then had to get rid of Flynn two weeks later. But Flynn is a traitor. He's a traitor because he can't help it. He's a fascist. He's an authoritarian follower. I don't give a shit. He wore the uniform. He, he's a friggin' general. Who cares? Domestic enemies. Lots of assholes wore the uniform. 
This is the other thing I wanted to say on Veterans Day, but I it kind of slipped my mind too. The whole uh, thank you for your service shit is very, it's a problem to me. It's really annoying. As somebody, I can say these things because I did wear the uniform and so fuck off, right wingers. They're probably like, you hate America. And then they go, oh shit. And, um, yeah. I don't care if you wore the uniform, but here's the thing. So, uh, the thing that I was going to say, yes, I, this whole thank you for your service for people who are, um, fighting the wars of corporate aggression. It's complete and utter bullshit. It's a reflection on, it really is a reflection of how, um, how, how lost we are as a democracy, a constitutionally limited democratic republic. Republicans who are like, we're not a democracy, you know. Um, what if we said thank you for your service to teachers? In my opinion, that's a, that's a service job that we can't do without. That's somebody who really makes a difference. I mean, it's, it's valuable, of course, but not everybody who wears a uniform and carries a gun. That's... That, that's the one we have to thank for their service? Come on. What about the, there's firemen and women, there's teachers. Let's thank them for their service. No, the right-wingers are busy vilifying teachers, of course. Right, they're coming after, well, that's what fascists do. Here's J.D. Vance. And there was a wisdom in what Richard Nixon said approximately 40, 50 years ago. He said, and I quote, the professors are the enemy. Everybody is the enemy who is absolutely necessary for democracy. Did you notice that? Everybody's the enemy. The press are the enemy. Education is the enemy. Anybody trying to educate, actually educate the people of this country, they're the enemy. You notice? And he's got the, as far as this guy's concerned, and then Flynn, talking about we need one religion. I'm sure I would love, as far as Flynn is concerned, I would love to have been a fly on the wall in that room to see the reaction. I didn't hear people applaud. That's why I think he started in with, uh, yeah, we have to be together. He was trying to follow it up with something that might generate some, some applause. Yeah, yeah, we need one religion, just like the founders wrote, right? Except the exact opposite. We have to, uh, what, what did he say? Something about the, oh yes, professors. Are the enemy. The professors are the enemy. You know what? You're the enemy. Anybody who says that the pillars of democracy are the enemy is the enemy. I'm sorry. I wish it was different. 
I really do. I would love to get some sleep now and then. Uh-oh, here comes trouble. Here comes trouble. Get up here. Are you coming up? Get up. Get up. Come on. Do I have to pick you up? All right, fine. <laughs> Look who it is. Say hello. Right into the microphone. Good boy. All right, sit down. You have to sit. Sit. <laughs> You're such a baby. You're a baby. How about that? All right. Ba -da -ba -da. Tara Jr. Jr. All right. You just have to sit there, though. Can you just sit and be quiet? No. Stop. All right. Calm down, relax. This is gonna happen now. He's gonna sit here and scream at me. Let me see. Yeah. From Best Levin, I'll just read a couple of paragraphs of this Vanity Fair article. Conservatives are just openly endorsing book burning now. Over the last several years, there have been many opportunities to throw around terms like fascist and fascism, typically in the context of the Republican Party and the wannabe dictator to whom many of its members have pledged their undying loyalty. In response, said Republicans have frequently gotten bent out of shape about such terms, insisting they're totally uncalled for, not applicable, and say more about the hysterical people using them than they do about their targets, and yet, this sounds pretty damn fascist. Her insider, from the Business Insider, amid the GOP's nationwide push against teaching about race and sexuality in school, two members of the Spotsylvania County School Board in Virginia advocated for book burning. According to the Fred Fredericksburg-based freelance star newspaper, this came as the school board directed staff to begin removing, quote-unquote, sexually explicit books from library shelves. After voting 6-0 to zero in favor of the removal, the Landstar reported, the board has plans to review how certain books are objectionable, quote-unquote. Portland representative and uh, those two assholes you just saw said, I think we should throw those books in a fire. They can't help it. They cannot help it. This cat is getting out of control. I know what's wrong with you, Junior. But there's nothing I can do about it. The problem is Ray. Ever since Ray came to live with us, Tara Junior Junior is very, um, he seems like he's mad at me a little bit. <laughs> And I think he feels kind of um, jealous in a way. And then when I, because when I pet him, he want, he doesn't want me to stop. That's what it's about. So he gets mad if I stop petting him. So, all right. Anyway, I'll talk. I'll have to get a, maybe I'll need a pet psychic. 
to get in here. Anybody, any pet psychics on the chat? What do you think? What are you thinking, Junior? Besides food. What else are you thinking? Oh no. <laughs> hmm. Oh Jesus Christ. Where's Haiku? We got a we is this a troll in the chat? Let's go, Brad. <laughs> Let's go, Brand. Again and thank you for um posting because it's another illustration, but we didn't really need one to to show or prove that Republicans really lack the fundamental majority to function in a democracy. I know how um, this whole let's go, Brandon, we talked about it on the show. It's just so infantile, like everything else they're about, because they're, they're babies. They lack the majority to function in, in a democracy. It takes maturity. And how do we get that? That's why we need a, um, a, in a, we need a common story in public education to teach the history of the United States, the actual, the accurate, actual history and civics of America, how tenuous democracies are and how they are always hanging by a thread and can be lost easily. And, uh, but that takes maturity. It takes an understanding that we are a multiracial democracy. I know that Republicans hate that because that's also a reflection of their, um, their lack of maturity and inability to function in democracy. It takes, see, you, your, your stupidity and racism go hand in hand and, and there's a legion, reams of studies about that. How low IQ, let me see, here we go. Low IQ and racism. I used to have a file of articles, scholarly articles about conservatism, how it's a mental disorder, really. Um, let me see, low IQ. The cat's sitting on this keyboard, that's why it's hard to see. Low IQ, political conservatism. There we go. And racism, that's it. It all goes hand in hand, and they've done studies on it. Yep, here it is, life science from that socialist rag. Low IQ and conservatives belief and, excuse me, let me read this again. Low IQ and conservative beliefs linked to prejudice. There's no gentle way to put it. People who give in to racism and prejudice may be dumb. Simply dumb. According to a new study that is bound to stir public controversy. And this was a study from 2012. Research finds that children with low intelligence are more likely to hold prejudiced attitudes as, as adults. Makes sense. You gotta be a dumbass to be a racist. And, and, and to, to distill everybody down to caricatures of them, of, of everything that you feel. That's what conservatives do. 
These findings point to a vicious cycle. According to lead researcher Gordon Hodson, a psychologist at Brock University in Ontario, low-intelligence adults tend to gravitate towards socially conservative ideologies, the study found. Those ideologies, in turn, stress hierarchy and resistance to change, attitudes that can contribute to prejudice. Hodson wrote, Prejudice is extremely complex and multifaceted, making it critical that any factors contributing to bias are uncovered and understood, he said. Makes sense, right? You'd want to do that if a bunch of, well, if racism itself was standing in the way of having a more perfect union. So you would want to get to the bottom of it, right? And do something about it. And so instead of when people say Black Lives Matter, instead of saying, yeah, all lives matter. I wish, I wish all lives matter because if all lives mattered, we wouldn't have to say black lives matter, but, okay. Polling data and social and political science research do show that prejudice is more common in those who hold right wing ideals than those of other political persuasions. The unique contribution here is trying to make some progress on the most challenging aspects of this. Referring to the new study, it's not that a relationship like that exists, but why it exists. Okay. Earlier studies have found links between low levels of education and higher levels of prejudice. So studying intelligence seemed a next logical step. The researchers turned to two studies in the United, United Kingdom. One that followed babies since their birth. Not like a uh, a random poll from uh, somebody who calls landlines. They're talking about years and years of extensive research. Follow babies since their births and others that did the same for babies born in April 1970. The children in the studies had their intelligence assessed at age 10 uh, and at age 10 or 11 and as adults um, 20 years later at age 30 or 33. Their levels of social conservatism and racism were measured. In the first study, verbal and nonverbal intelligence was measured using tests that asked people to find similarities between um, the differences between words, shapes, and symbols. The second study measured cognitive abilities in four ways, including number recall, shame draw, uh, shape, shame drawing, shape drawing, should be a thing, though. Shame drawing, uh, defining words and identifying patterns and similarities among words. Average IQ is set at a hundred, which is not that high, guys. Social conservatives were defined as people who agreed with a laundry list of statements like "family life suffers if mom is working full time," and schools should teach children to obey authority. Mm -hmm except if they're Democrats, right? Attitudes toward other races were captured by measuring agreement with statements such as, I wouldn't mind working with people from other races. These questions measured overt prejudice attitudes, but most people, no matter how egalitarian, do hold unconscious racial biases. Hodson's work can't speak to this underground racism, though. 
as suspected. Everybody has that, by the way. We all do. We have internalized homophobia, internalized racism, internalized bigotries of all sorts. It's not, it's, you can't help living in this world. Sort of like, I mean, we have, we have evolved a bit. Um, I mean, we're, I don't know if somebody could write all men are created equal while holding, well, I guess they could. Today. A right winger would be able to do that. They don't have any shame. So and no boundaries. No, uh, they don't care. They don't. The only thing they care about is money. Period. I urge you guys to watch that Hulu show, um, Dope Sick, and it's based on the opioid crisis in the United States. And it's interesting. It's, it's one of the things in the show, which I didn't know, is that. Um, Giuliani was hired by Purdue Pharma to um, to pull strings in government and to get the get the heat off them. You see what a scumbag he is. Don't give a shit that Americans were being addicted deliberately by this scumbag company and the Sackler family. He was there. He, trying to get people to do nothing about it. That's who Giuliani is. He doesn't give a shit. He never did. There you, I mean, it, it's Giuliani is them. Just relax, Junior. You're a good boy. I know. Where am I? Where am I? Where is... But yet, right, when you think of Giuliani... They love him, right? Right, right, right. And still look to him. They think they look up to him. Is that true? Is that real? They look at that bat-looking freak, that greedy... Hey, do you want to talk about a ghost from the Gilded Age? My God. It's like Nosferatu. From the, the bowels of hell. Jesus Christ. Just a bunch of scums. Filthy, disgusting, ugly on the inside soulless, horrible people. Prove me wrong. Let me see. Social conservatives. Oh, yes, here we are. I read that. I wouldn't mind working with people from other races. These questions measure overt prejudices. As suspected, low intelligence in childhood corresponded with racism in adulthood. Hello. That should be on a Times Square ticker. But the factor that explained the relationship between these two variables was, was political. When researchers included social conservatism in the analysis, those ideologies accounted for much of the link between brains and bias. People with lower cognitive abilities also had less contact with people of other races. This finding is consistent with recent research demonstrating that intergroup contact is mentally challenging and cognitively draining. With consistent um, findings and contact, wait, wait, wait. consistent with findings that contact reduces prejudice. Okay, okay. Hodgson was quick to note that despite the link found between low intelligence and Social conservatism. Researchers aren't implying that liberals are brilliant and conservatives are stupid. The research is a study of averages. 
So, on average, conservatives are stupid. I guess. I don't know. I'm reading here. I'm reading the study. There are multiple examples of very bright conservatives and not so bright liberals. Of course. Those are outliers, I guess. And many examples of principled conservatives and very intolerant liberals. Okay, give me one. Oh, Tom, well, conservatives will say, because I know this, because to me, so tolerant. There's that liberal tolerance. I, I don't tolerate um, fascism. I'm sorry. It's my patriotic duty not to tolerate the fascist, disgusting, disgustingness that you're inflicting on this country. So, no, we don't, it's not our duty to tolerate your, your, your disgusting behavior, your anti-democratic behavior. It's our duty, it's our duty to do something about it legally and peacefully. So, let's see. Oh, here's, here. Um, here we go. There are multiple examples of bright conservatives and not so bright liberals, right? So the researcher said, we can say definitively, um, for example, men are taller than women on average, but you can't say if you take a random man and a random woman that the man is going to be taller, right? But there's plenty of overlap. Nonetheless, there's a reason to believe that strict white right wing ideology might appeal to those who have trouble grasping the complexity of the world. You think? Socially conservative ideologies tend to offer structure and order. At least that's what they say they, they, they offer. Unfortunately, many of these features can also contribute to prejudice. In another study, and well, that's what Republicans do. They cultivate the prejudice. They put miracle grow on uh, on a garden of prejudice. Please, they need prejudice. They need it. That's why they don't want a conversation. They want to say, "Oh, my son came home today and he said, Mommy, I'm an oppressor. Help me. Help me, Mama. I'm trying not to oppress." It's it's so goddamn ridiculous. It really is. They they're they're fucking ridiculous. But guess what? Here's the good news. We will win. We, we always do. It just depends on how, uh, what the, what the, the fascist period in, in the interim is going to look like. I hope it doesn't materialize. But everything that they're talking about, we know we will win. Because they have to pretend that they're fighting for the for truth justice in the american way they have to hide they have to hide their um autocratic coup in the veneer of patriotism and uh and doing it for the people and so th that's why we're on the right side of history we're on the right side of democracy because we're not pretending we're actually trying to cultivate a functioning democracy that works for all. And that's the thing with these right-wingers. They're another example where the corporate media sucks. They, they let them get away with their, um, you know, drinking liberal tears shit 
and uh, talking about patriotism, calling themselves patriots, like on serious. Um, I know I never, I don't have a serious subscription, but I saw the that serious. Um, has a, that, that their right-wing channel is called the Patriot Channel? What the fuck is it here? That's why I was like, what do you mean? Everything right-wing is um, Patriot because they're not Patriots. It's, it's the classic closet case tactic of trying to throw everybody off the case. No, you're not Patriots. The, oh, no, no, we're, we're, see, it's, it's, don't pay, pay no attention to what a functioning democracy looks like, right? We're patriots. We're the kind of patriots that, who uh, say things like this. Well, not that. Like this. And they're talking about the United States of America. Talking about the United States of America, because when Matthew mentioned it in the Bible, he wasn't talking about the physical ground that he was on. He was talking about something in the distance. So if we are going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one, one, one nation under God and one religion under God, right? All of us together, right. working together. I don't working together, everybody. Working together. Right, right? But we need one religion, even though the Constitution that that asshole took an oath to, to protect, even though we know he's full of shit. He took, take an oath, whatever. Oath from a smoke. Where's my money? I want to get paid. He's the guy that was working for the autocrats, trying to kidnap people. Extrajudicially kidnap. That sounds uh, pretty democratic, don't it? I mean, that's the, the, the thing about democracy that Republicans hate is that it is... It takes time. It takes work. They're the laziest pricks on the planet. These people do everything in their power to not work. They want money so they can not work. And they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. They don't give a shit. about the, they, they don't care about America. They'll tell you America is um, what... Is, the, the, the pinnacle of democracy is one religion, right? Even though it says there shall be no religious test. The United States, in no way a Christian nation, right? Isn't that what Thomas Jefferson wrote? Or is that in the Treaty of Tripoli or something? Um, the United States, in no way... Should have paid attention in typing. Yeah, that's it. Oh no, it was John Adams wrote it. Oh yes, people are so annoying. Well, I'm just looking at something random. <laughs> the Treaty of Tripoli. That's what it's from. As the government of the United States of America is not, in any sense, founded on the Christian religion, as it has in itself no character or of enmity against the laws, religion, or tranquility of Muslims, 
And as the states never entered into any war or act of hostility against the Mohammedan, Mohammedan nation, it is declared by the parties that no pretext arising from religious opinions shall ever produce an interruption of the harmony existing between two countries. Well, tell that to this asshole. And they're talking about one religion, one one. One nation under God and one religion under God, right? All of us together, working together. I don't All of us together, working together to put other people in camps until they accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Well, it says right in the Bible, either they accept or die. That's what's in store for Israel. Oh, you didn't know? That's what the evangelicals had in store for Israel? I know you know. Republicans don't now because they're dumb. Wait, all right, here we go. There's so many things to talk about, but we're talking about Republicans, fascism, their fake ass, they're spreading lies like truth. Truth has such a liberal bias. I'm, I'm looking for this one article. Let me see. Where is it? Michael Flynn calls for one religion. Sparking outrage from Jewish groups. Just the Jewish groups? What? It should be outrage from every patriotic American. It should be millions of Americans. The majority. Sands 35%. The ADL CEO, Jonathan Greenblatt, and the American Jewish Congress both took to Twitter to call Flynn's statement anti-American to suggest that, a, that the United States, a nation founded on twin bedrocks of pluralism and the freedom to practice any religion, should have one religion is anti-American, anti-democratic, and downright dangerous. Sounds like the Republican platform. Right? There's an article from The Independent. Patrick Cockburn wrote, The Republican Party, well, Republican Party, has turned fascist, and it is now the most dangerous threat in the world. From, in, from The Independent. An article from June. Right? Hmm. Where is it? I'm sorry. I'm looking for something. Hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. You guys, thank you for for all of your support. Where is this fucking article? Hold on a second. I have to go into my email. Let me play a video while I'm doing that. So people don't run for the hills. Let me... That's why I need a damn... Freaking, uh... Producer or something. Oh, here. Let's play, let's play this. Viz Hannah Nicole Jones, the 1819... I mean, the 1619 Project. 1819, please. Um talking about well let's 
Let's listen. Can we just acknowledge uh, that it is insane uh, that a state legislature would say that you can't even teach the concept of structural racism? Not that you're even saying we have it, but that you can't even teach the concept of it. Um, we all as Americans should be outraged and very worried, uh, whether you like the 1619 Project or critical race theory at all. But we need to understand what they're saying then. Um, it is inarguable that our country was founded uh, with racism in the law, with racism in the courts, yep. with racism in every structure of our society. One only has to look at the Constitution, which labels uh, enslaved people three-fifths of a person. We only have to look at um, the slave codes and the black codes and the fact that I have two books that are biblical length that are just a listing of all of the ways that black people were discriminated against in the law. This is inarguable. Uh, we had legal segregation in this country until a decade before I was born. And that said, you could segregate against black people in housing, in schools, uh, in the courts. You could discriminate against black people when it came to employment, whether they could go to the public library or a public swimming pool. All of these areas of life, uh, legally, you could discriminate against black people from 1619 all the way up until 1968. So it's ludicrous to say that you have to teach a understanding of this country that says it's only individual actors, there's nothing systemic here. And that clearly, Chris, is a response um, not just to the framing of the 1619 Project, which of course argues uh, that, that racism is embedded in the structures of a society that was founded uh, with one-fifth of the population enslaved, <laughs> but what it's also uh, saying is it is a response to the racial protests of last year, where people were saying it's not just about individual bad cops, it's not just about policing, that we have a society that is built to be fundamentally unfair, and we are dealing with the ramifications of that. So this is seeking uh, to turn us away from thinking like that, and instead to say this is just about individual white people who may have prejudice, and it's about making white people as a race feel guilty and bad, and it's neither of those things. Really? And if you feel guilty and bad, maybe it won't happen again. So we shouldn't teach about what happened in the Holocaust because Germans might feel guilty and bad? Good. They need to. We all should. We need to wake up and be hyper-vigilant against fascism. So if some scumbag comes down an escalator calling Mexican rapists, calling mess, you know what I'm saying, that's it. It's done. He's done. He's out. The 35% might appreciate that, but the everybody else, Americans, normal people, takes a pass, a hard pass, pretty damn quick. Well, Republicans are dumb, and um, the autocrats of the world are salivating like a rabid bone, well, a rabid dog on a chicken bone when it comes to destroying this country from within. And I've been telling you that we know that people, um, what's his face, you know, what's his name, Putin, and the f and all of uh, the the autocrats and the Chinese, of course, they are flooding our social media sites with fake news and anything to push the right wing agenda. You ever notice that? Well, I wonder if Republicans get a clue from that.
that when well they think it's lies that's what it is they think that when like when uh, that guy told that lady that she's a dupe um that trump facebook group is something that was generated from and run from the friggin kremlin and the lady uh, said that she's she's your fake news remember that well and I've been telling you, this is what they do. They're not sitting around um, watching, even though that's fun too. They are watching, but they're 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 uh, actively participating in the downfall. They're adding to the confusion. They see we're, we're laying on the ground. They're coming in for the kill shot. Forget about it. The uh, it cannot be denied. Right wing operatives. Well, this is not just foreign it's not just foreign the you want to know who's um what do you mean uh, you're talking about fake news republicans they they're ground zero for fake news right-wing operatives are deploying massive networks of local fake news stories or sites to weaponize critical race theory so they're making these fake news sites and this is what this is not new, guys. This is just another day uh, in uh, the dying empire. So last Tuesday night, Glenn Youngkin was elected the next governor of Virginia. This article is, you know, a couple of weeks old. At 9:15, Garrett Lansing, president of WinRed, the main online fundraising vehicle for Republican candidates, sent this tweet. I'll show you. Let's see. And the wrong one. Come on. Fucking ecam. Let me see. That's it. Okay. So here it is. Sent this tweet. This story started at all. All hail, whatever, whatever. So he tweets this westnovanews.com. So what is West Nova News? And what does it have to do with Ian Pryor, the former spokesperson for Attorney General Jeff Sessions? This is where it gets interesting. West Nova News appears to be a standard local news site, but it's not. It's a part of a massive network of websites linked to conservative businessman Brian Timpone. There are more than 1,300 sites currently in the network, including at least 28 that operate in Virginia. These, the sites in Virginia look identical and feature much of the same content. Most of the articles do not have a byline and are automatically generated. Timpone has a long history of leveraging low-cost automated story generation. A previous company run by Timpone. Am I saying his name correctly? I don't know. Um, attracted national attention and outrage for faking bylines and quotes and for plagiarism. Journalat, what is that? Journalatic? Was rebranded Locality Labs and is now part of the Metric Media Network, which operates 1,300 local news sites. Metric Media boasts that it produces over 5 million news articles a month. It's claimed to be the largest producer of local news in the United States. It's just, they're just churning out 
right-wing fake news. So it gives the impression that it's not fake. It's it's the fucked up. It's it is so anti-democratic, but it's just another day at the office with Republicans stacking the deck, stacking the game, rigging the game. Is there anything authentic about them? You know, you don't have to generate fake news stories if you're out there actually doing things. You see, they're not working. They're making fake news that they're working. West Nova News and other news sites in the network have little advertising and no subscription fees. The Columbia Journalism Review linked funding for sites in the network to dark money of... uh, to the dark money ATM of the conservative movement and a Catholic political advocacy group that launched a $9.7 million campaign in swing states against Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden. But donations aren't the only way that Metric Media Network funds its work. And that's where Ian Pryor enters the story. The investigation last year by the New York Times found that Metric Media sites operate a pay-to-play system In 2020, a freelance journalist was paid $22 to write an article calling out Sarah Gideon, a Democrat running for hotly contested U.S. Senate seat in Maine, calling her out as a hypocrite. After the story was published in the Maine Business Daily, which is part of the Metric Media Network, the freelancer received an email saying the client who ordered the article had requested more detail. The client was Ian Pryor who also ordered articles promoting Senator Lindsey Graham and Senator Roy Blunt. Pryor, a longtime Republican operative, previously worked for Senate Leadership Fund, whatever, whatever. In this way, Pryor and other clients used the network to launder partisan attacks as news. Quotes from sites in the metric media network can then be used in political mailers or in television ads with the authority of a neutral source. But it's all being generated from this prick billionaire, um, right-wing fascist bastard who hates America and wants us all to uh, die in an autocratic death camp, I guess. Well, all but him and um, some of the useless eaters. Well, he'll send those to the death camp, but he'll ride you till you become a useless eater. But anyway... Uh, In this way, oh, I read this already. Pryor is not listed as the author of the story. (laughs) The byline is listed as staff reports. Nor is he quoted in the article. Lansing, however, links Pryor to the article he claims started it all. The piece that Lansing references, published in September of 2020, is one of the first to claim that critical race theory is infiltrating Virginia schools. It claims that Loudoun County Public Schools has spent $422,000 in taxpayer funds training staff on critical race theory. This is false. The money, is alloca- the money was allocated to create an equity plan to provide related services to help implement that plan. The initiative was created in response to Loudoun County School that played an underground railroad game in which an African-American child in the class was designated as a slave for the activity. 
but let's not teach them anything that's going to make them feel bad. This is why you have to teach this shit. I, I am s just absolutely stunned. For Black History Month, this Loudoun County Elementary School played a runaway slave game in the gym, in a gym class. Runaway slave game? Holy shit. Wow. What is this? Neither the contract for the plan nor the plan itself mentions critical race theory. It does talk about strategies to ensure student growth and success for every child. Oh, that sounds like communism. This includes the recruitment and retention of a high-performing diverse workforce. West Nova story describes this as hiring fewer white teachers. You see that? Create a problem, create dissension, create um, hatred. Turn people against each other. Turn working people who have darker pigment against, well, it's the whiter, lighter pigment. Turn them against each other. That's conservatism. That's why when they're writing fake news articles, because they're not out there working for their constituents or doing something to make the world a better place, they're there fucking this world up as hard as they can until they can drain as much from it as they can because you want to talk about a useless eater. That's them. It's an, yet again another psychological projection on their part. A few weeks later, in October 2020, an article written by Pryor cite, that cited all of the same underlying documents, accompanied by even harsher political rhetoric, was published on the Federalist, a far-right website. So it's a, it's a circle jerk of misinformation. And the idiots are eating it up. According to Vice, those documents were obtained by Pryor through a Freedom of Information Act request. Pryor lives in Loudoun County. Asked by Vice to provide an example of how critical race theory is reflected in the Loudoun County instruction, Pryor said his second grade daughter was taught about Christopher Columbus's genocidal history. Oh, that's another thing. The mad dad fighting critical race theory is actually a GOP strategist, of course. Because everything that they're outraged about is manufactured. It's faux rage. Unfortunately, corporate media doesn't report it like that, and they should. It's time to take Republicans for what they are, not for what we want them to be. Yeah, we want them to be a functioning pro-democracy party I want a lot of things that aren't happening right I want more patrons honey patreon.com slash Tara Devlin if you want to have a show on a, a daily show at a set time could you imagine 
Yeah, well, this reminds me of another... <laughs> oh, wait, I hear my music. This is Fox News. I don't know if you saw this. So there was this lady on Fox News. It was um, right before the Virginia election. That was unfortunately didn't go our way. And where is this? Wait, hold on. And this Fox News, uh, the Fox News mouthpiece said said she would have to fact check whether Christopher Columbus <laughs> killed anybody cuz a teacher was I got to get the clip I know I'm telling you this is a perfect time to go and become a patron or renew your patronage or I don't know where is it you don't even... I'm going to show you what I'm looking at so you can come f for the ride with me when I'm trying to find a goddamn video. Let me see. I'll show you the entire screen. Come on. There we go. Okay. See this shit? Look at... This is my computer when I'm doing the show. I'm like, okay... Where's this article? All right, where's the video? And I'm like, it's a lot. I'm like, okay, I can't find it. So maybe I can search for it and I don't remember what I called it. So there's this Fox News asshole. who said that the teacher on Fox News got a she she let the truth out she said please can i just say one thing can um because she's a teacher she's she said critical race theory is not taught in uh, in our schools it's not taught to children it's it's a it's a law school class and um but the the truth is we need to discuss things, for example, like the fact that Christopher Columbus killed people. And that's all she said. And the, the, the mouthpiece had to cut her off and said, well, I'm sorry, we're out of time, and I really have to fact check you on that. Whether Christopher Columbus killed somebody? Killed people. Actually, she did, he did more than that, corporate media mouthpiece. He killed people. Uh, he systematically killed people. He um, systematically mutilated the indigenous population to make them afraid if they didn't, they didn't find enough gold. If they unfortunately didn't find enough gold, he would cut their noses off, cut their ears off. Uh, he need, they needed hands because they needed to grab the gold. He also gave 
some indigenous females as sex slaves to the crew. We know this because they, um, what's his name, Miguel something or other, Columbus's first mate, wrote all about it in his diary, how Columbus was so pleased with his work that he gave him a sex slave, a young girl, and um, he was kind of disappointed in the gift because it fought back when he tried to, to, to rape it and, um, well, it, her. He thought it was an it. So. so he beat her mercilessly until she complied. But you would think that somebody who makes millions of dollars on a number one news network would know that. It's so embarrassing. And it, they're really working hard to ensure that we don't have this conversation about race, that should tell you everything. How important it is. How much we must have this conversation and have a real one. We need to get money out of politics. We need to get (laughs) conservatism out of the Democratic Party. Oh, even today, I was when I was watching corporate media. Of course, they were saying they were talking about Joe Biden. This poll that had bad numbers for Joe Biden. What's he gonna do? And they asked the the panel, you know, because of all the polls, so many polls, up in the polls, down in the polls, and the the they all agreed. The the corporate media mouthpieces all agreed. It's the left, the progressives. Biden, he's got to get those progressives in line. Because they're the ones standing in the way, right? They're the ones. No, honey. But the fact that the, the corporate media mouthpieces are saying that, it's because they don't want democracy to break out. They don't want the American people to get uppity. You know? That's it. They, they like... They like, they'll take autocracy, you know what I mean? They just don't like it as outrageous as the asshole was making it. If it were less tweets, that's one of the things that, are, that stuck with me as far as Republicans are concerned, because they would, they, they would say, oh, I don't like, I love what Trump's doing. I just wish he would stop tweeting because He's, he's uh, letting us all see what a disgusting waste of human DNA he is. An ignoramus, a moron, a, a, you know, a, a disgusting ghost of the Gilded Age, a sociopath, narcissist, tax cheat, con man, draft dodger. Did I say anything that wasn't true? Just that? No. But, yeah. They, anyway, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Oh, God, help us. We have so much to talk about. But let's, let's just kind of wrap it up, start wrapping it up with something that's going to make us want to puke. Did you see? Okay. Well, I, I mean, we could talk about Paul Gosar. I don't really want to at this point right now. It's, he's disgusting. Let me, let me just say that 
if that doesn't show you if his behavior i mean he was cens censored censored whatever for tweeting a violent video republicans are fascists they're done they're done their party is dead they're not a dem a small d democracy party anymore they are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about and paul gosar immediately after he was censored censured he retweeted his video so what does that tell you why is he allowed on twitter still you know what i mean and then of course he he compared himself to alexander hamilton these people are they're twisted and so what are we going to say about it at this point that hasn't been said more will be revealed nothing's going to happen to him the Democrats, whoopee-doopee, it doesn't matter. He doesn't care. He was censored. Censured. Democrats need to fight. But hopefully, I don't know, we can push them. Anyway, so that's whatever. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more. Paul Gosar. His family hates him. That's the way it is. To know a Republican is to hate them, really. So... But Republicans, they, they kind of suck at everything they do. They're not funny at all. No, I know. And uh, so <laughs> here's, did you see this? Laura Ingram, Fox News, Laura Ingram should really leave comedy to the pros. This is from the Mary Sue, Vivian Kane. A recent episode of the Ingram Angle on Fox News went even further off the rails when the host Laura Ingram and, and contributor Richard Arroyo there's no way I can say that word Arroyo appeared to attempt a comedy routine on air in a segment dedicated to decrying woke TV Arroyo says he recently came across a plot line about measles on the show You you know You Y-O-U on Netflix here. To the politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on You. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is the, the right measles hearing what and I'm the saying? vaccine? I never had the measles. Was on you. We never did a. <laughs> We never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it what you're was, talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had, Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You. What are you. you. It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We gotta get it's out of It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. Never mind. About? I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this to What's you. The pop about? singer had an open. <laughs> Holy shit! That was. I don't. I feel bad for them. I was embarrassed watching them. You ever get that? Sometimes it's shot and fried, but. Here, I was just like, wow. 
What a they that might have been funny. You know what I thought? They probably thought they were really funny in the in the room. So they 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 do pitch meetings. So what are we going to do on the show today? They pitch what's going on. And he probably said something about you and they said, "What you? What do you mean?" And they said, "Well, it's a show on Netflix." And then they thought that they got a real yuck about it in the in the room while they were discussing the show. But it's sort of like why so it's like a, in stand up. Sometimes people will try to do stand up and there in stand up is a is a thing to itself. It's a art form to itself. You could tell great stories at the backyard barbecue and uh, have everybody uh, on the floor laughing. It may not translate in a stand-up routine. There's a whole other thing that it's a whole other pacing, art, timing, you know. Anyway, this, they suck. They suck. They can't, they don't know their own limitations. Every, they just think that anything they do, these idiots will gobble up, and they're probably right. This woke thing on you. So now, the other thing, the point of this clip that stuck with me as well is that now, uh, since COVID, since the COVID vaccine and trying to overcome this pandemic, to get through this pandemic as, you know, with less death, you know, 700,000 might be enough, you think? They've suddenly become anti-vax. Now being a Republican means you're also an anti-vaxxer. Because that never seemed, I never thought, because I always thought that the anti-vaxxers were like asshole left-wingers who are really dumb. Those are the dumb ones. That's why, obviously, Republicans can find common ground with stupidity. And they've taken this and adopted it as that's what they want to do. I would be all for it. I'm all for them exposing themselves to as many fatal diseases as possible. But they, they affect us, too. Normal people. Decent people. Normal society. Junior, what the hell? He's watching my hand like a hawk. My hand is not an object, kid. Oh, God. Help us. God help us. There's so many other stories. Where's the other one? Book on race. Lauren Boebert, you're a dumb waste of time. What's this one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lauren Boebert did her part to defend Paul Gosar. Well, that's what they all did. When Nancy Pelosi called Paul Gosar to the w well of the House and all of the Republicans, like the Lauren Boebert, like uh, Marjorie Two-Tones, QAnon, and um, whoever else, Matt Getz, sexual predator, Th they all went with him because it's a big joke. 
that's against the rules. Uh, I know Republicans are all about the rules. They quote, they like to quote rules at you. Ha, are you aware of statute 195324? But, I mean, if only there was a statute for decency. And it reminded me of watching the, all of these freaks get together in the well of the house and be like, <laughs> uh, while Nancy Pelosi reads the censure. It just goes to show you. It reminded me of a bunch of prepubescent douchebags. Took me right back to the schoolyard looking at a bunch of douchebags that, ne that I thought, well, they've peaked in elementary school. It's all downhill from here. But that's what that, it reminded me of. And that's what people want? Yeah, dumb people want that. Dumb people. Yes, they do. And here, here's something. Let's, we can wrap it up with this. This queen. All right. This asshole in Target. He, he kind of makes a name for himself going around harassing people. It used to be about masks. He, don't, he didn't like the mask mandate in Arizona. Well, there is no mask mandate anymore, so he's, he didn't know what to do with himself. Who will he be if he, were, <laughs> if he wasn't allowed to harass people? Who, what would, what would he, what would... Why would he get out of bed in the morning if he wasn't around, allowed to inflict his manias on decent society? Well, he, he found a new target, and guess what? Oh, it's um, homophobia. Well, he's not targeting homophobia. He is homophobic. Well, he's gay. He's a closet case. Unfortunately, the article didn't name his... didn't give us his name. I wish... I was trying to find it. Like I'm trying to find the video. Where is it? I see the asshole couple that hates books. And Michael Flynn. Who hates books. <laughs> and another parent who hates books. Holy shit. What the fuck is wrong with me? Where can I find it? Book burning assholes. Asshole parents. You should see the way I label these. Well, that's probably why I can't find anything. Asshole parents. Asshole book burners. <laughs> these are what the files are called. Um, the joy sucks. That's one of the files. Asshole and target. There we go. Great. Call the cops oh, I hope they do. Hey, do you guys support the satanic pride propaganda? I, I yeah, both. You support it? Satan, Satan and pride. You support Satan? Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's God gonna think of that? I don't believe in God. Wow. Don't, so you Did think- Did you need help with something? You support the propaganda that's targeting the kids? Uh, there's nothing targeting kids. All, it's all over <laughs> kids' TV shows. It's all over. They're She's targeting the kids. kids choose to wear whatever they want. Do you support the sexualization of kids through pride propaganda oh, by corporate? Is there go. something that we can help you with? I'm just asking people questions. What about you, sir? 
I'm, do you support I'm not answering this? any questions, but if you're here to cause any disturbance in the store... I'm just asking questions. Do you work, yeah, do you work for the Target? Disrupting, do you work yes, for Target? I do, actually. Where's your name tag? Where's your name I'm tag? I'm the undercover loss prevention. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'll allow it then. Okay. See, that's the way Republicans are. Everybody's got to stop. Right? The, somebody just took a big dump in their diaper, and we all got to stop and address it. Are you for the satanic pride agenda? I love that woman. Yeah, 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 I'm for Satan. Yeah, I'm, eh, yeah, I'm for both, Satan and pride. Who wouldn't be? Oh, he doesn't know what to do with that. I'm just asking questions. So do you support the satanic propaganda? I'm not like answering your questions. What you need to do is you either need to leave the store. Yeah. God you need to leave Earth. Okay. I mean, I can't. You won't if I don't believe in <laughs> You and go, also, girl. Is that our shirt? Yeah, it is. Are you going to purchase that shirt? Hey, ma'am, do you support this? What did yeah, I just say? You support pride propaganda? Whoa, I'm buying this. I need you to, Whoa, let you go, You just said you're not buying it. I'm going to buy it and burn it. Okay, that's your choice. You can totally do that. Well, what I said is you need to leave. You can't ask anybody any more questions. You can't disrupt Freedom any of speech. Call the police. Do you want me to call? Yeah, call them. Okay. Trespass me. I don't care, dude. No. Okay. Clearly. You think I care if you trespass? I've done this if a thousand you, we times. Never, we never said that. You're, you guys are satanic. True. True. See, I love open satanic. That open sa satanist, guys. That's what we're get up against. It's open satanist, like her. I'm just anti anyone. Hey, excuse me, ma'am. Do you no. do you support pride? No. You can't disrupt any yeah, more guests. You need, you need, to, need to leave. Sorry. No. Sir, do you support the satanic pride propaganda? Just, sir, it's incredible. He doesn't. No, he just doesn't care to talk to someone so hateful and judgmental. <laughs> Honest, hey, excuse me. Do you guys support this? We do. Do you guys support the so propaganda? We, yeah. You do? Yeah. So you can please. It's satanic, man. Please ignore. Do you know what the real rainbow stands for? You can just continue. The real, the real rainbow is from God. Him. The real rainbow is from God. Okay. Wow. Take your crazy meds today. We got to take your crazy meds. So are you doing self checkout? Hey, sir, do you support this propaganda? Ignore him. Yeah. Ignore, ignore him. Yeah. Do you support Stop. it or no? No, get out of here. Yeah. Asking questions. Are you going to purchase that or not? Hey, sir, do you support this propaganda? I need you to stop. Huh? I need you to stop. Perfect. Are you going to purchase this shirt, your little propaganda shirt or not? <laughs> your little propaganda. Hey, ma'am, do you support this? You're not going to do Do you support court. pride? Everybody it's here does. It's absolutely incredible. This is what they do to spend their day. This is how they spend their limited lifespan. How come? Um, I don't know. They. I keep hearing that it's both sides, though. Where? Where's the other side doing this? And if, if left-wingers did something like this, it would be based in reality and not in somebody else's um, trying to... What are you trying to do? Eradicate people? You, you, do you support satanic pride? You notice how it's all about sex with them. Because they are sick. They're sick. They're repressed. 
they're not mature. They never developed correctly. And they're inflicting their manias on earth. And so he's like, do you support the satanic pride? It's because he, he hates himself. That's the telltale sign. He hates himself because he's gay. And he lives in a world of cowardice, of fear, of repressed assholes who will turn their back on him. uh, Because I guess Jesus told them to. And he doesn't have the courage to be himself. So he goes out, he sees a pride shirt, and he says, oh my God, there are people who aren't repressed like me. Oh, well, uh, it's too much temptation out there. And that's really what it's about. They're limiting the temptation for themselves. See, if he sees people living their authentic lives, it only exacerbates the fact that he is not living an authentic life. There is no doubt in my mind that if every gay person turned purple, he would look like a Teletubby. There is no fucking doubt. Excuse my language. There's no doubt. Because nobody cares that much unless they, they are suffering somehow. What do you care? What do you care? Somebody has pride. They have pride. You know why we say pride? Because we're counteracting the lifetime of shame that people like him inflicted on us. That's why. So we're counteracting. No, just like we took the word queer, we are reclaiming pride. And why we're uh, reclaiming patriotism. That's the truth. That's what we're doing. Oh, boy. But um, this little episode in Target, it feels like everything that's going on. Everything. Everybody has to stop and address the, the fascists. The, the babies who poop their diapers and can't function in a diverse country. They need a country that has one religion, one, one autocrat at the top, one god with a, that has a penis, of course. They got a really sick, twisted version of... Hey, 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 not nice. He just bit my hand. You know what it is. He wants me to pet him. It's like, I, I can relate. He wants me to pet him. And then when I stop petting him, he, he grabs my hand and tries to b- drag it back. <laughs> back to his back. I can't just sit here all day and go like this. I need to get... Do they have a mechanic this, maybe? I saw that on, on a cartoon once. All right. My guys, listen up, man. What are we going to do? I got to go. I'm going to get unconscious. And thank you, Robin M., for your super chat. I hope everybody's doing good. I'm sorry I 
didn't see you in the chat room that much tonight. Let's see. I want to say thank you, Terry. Thank you, Elise. And JL's a J. Very nice to see you. Nice to see you, Jabba Monkey. Nice to see you, Errol. And nice to see you, Elise. And Winston Smith and Haiku. And Terry Taylor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Richard W. Thank you, Jim. Of course, yes. Listen to him. Will you relax? Oh, my God. Who else is in the chat that I missed? Robin, nice to see you. Elise. And Andrea, nice to see you there. Thanks for hanging out. Who else did I miss? Kamala? All right, Jabba Monkey. Oh, Maki, excuse me, Jabba Monkey. All right, my friends, we will be back. And Thomas, nice to see you, Thomas. All right, kid, calm down. Terry. All right, my friend. I'm very sorry to Jabbermaki. Jabbermaki writes, the great love of my life. I miss him every day. He's been gone three years now. Not making men like Harold anymore. That's for sure. I'm sorry, Jabber. And I'm sure Harold is cheering us on. Thank you for sharing. Hugs to you and everyone else. Listen up, guys. We'll, uh, we'll be back on Saturday. How's that sound? Good? Good idea? Saturday around... Um, what time did we do? Oh, yeah, 7.30? What do you think? All right, listen up. Thanks so much for hanging out. You're the best. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your support. And everything else. And like I said, we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thanks for hanging out, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. <laughs> that went silly. Yeah. <laughs>